song Johnny Cash ever wrote, like the 309, represents an enduring mystery about the man. The song is filled with allusions to his eventual death and plays like a fever dream. Its narrative passes back and forth between different events within Cash's life, from dinner meals to baths, but in all these moments, Cash keeps getting called back to the 309 of the song's title. This song, the last one that Cash had ever wrote, grants us the chance to peer into the mind of the dying country legend. What did he think of his legacy? What were his final days like? Most importantly, what the hell is this Fury 9 thing he keeps talking about? It should be a while before I see Dr. Death So it would sure be nice if I could get my breath Cash starts the song by speaking directly to the listener, almost as a confessional. He speaks of his inevitable death and his soon visit with Dr. Death. Yet Cash only wants a break from preparing for his death, from thinking about his death not fearing his eventual one. Well, I'm not the crying, nor the whining kind, till I hear the whistle of the 309. Johnny Cash has always played the role of the tough guy. He set up for prisoners, indigenous people, playing concerts both at prisoners and at reservations. But as he nears his death and thinks about his soon-to-be future, he wants to cry, as one facing the end of a life may well do. Take me to the depot, put me to bed, blow an electric fan on my gnarly old head. Everybody take a look, see I'm doing fine. Then load my box on the 309, on the 309, on the 309. Put me in my box. On the 309. Cash is envisioning a funeral, an open casket one, the thought of his eventual death and people coming to see him one last time. Death has always friend people since the dawn of time, but here Cash hangs optimistically about his death. He's lived a life and is ready for what comes next, and has accepted his funeral funeral's existence. Hey sweet baby, kiss me hard. Draw my bathwater, sweep my yard, give a drink of my wine to my Jersey cow. I wouldn't give a hoot in hell for my journey now on the 309. Cash sees others preparing his world around him. He no longer has control over his life. Johnny himself became wheelchair-bound and could no longer go anywhere without someone pushing him along. In his current stage of life, while preparing for his death, he has no time for reflection. He doesn't care about what led him to where he is now, only what he's doing with the time he has left. He's reached a state of apathy towards his current life in preparation for the next stage of his. I hear the sound of a railroad train The whistle blows and I'm gone again It will take me higher than a Georgia pine Stand back, children it's a 309, it's a 309, it's a 309, put me in my box on a 309. As his health worsened, Cash kept hearing the whistle of a 309 through his everyday life. The whistle of a train signifying that's coming to the station to take its passengers away. 
Johnny being one of them to climb aboard. The 309, therefore, is an allegory towards Cash's impending death, something that will take him to a higher plane. A chicken in the pot and turkey in the corn Ain't felt this good since Jubilee morn Talk about luck, well I got mine Asthma coming down like a 309 There's a twinge of irony that comes with this line. Though the meal makes him feel good, his health is very much not. I mean, the man's got asthma coming down like death. Write me a letter Sing me a song, tell me all about it, what I did wrong. Meanwhile, I will be doing fine, then load my box on the 309, on the 309, on the 309, gonna get out of here on the 309. Others were coming to terms with Cash to be sure. By this point in his life, he was already thinking of another journey, not worrying much about the track past so far. Because as he already said, I wouldn't give a hoot in hell for my journey now. Like the 309 represents the flip side of Cash's most popular song, Hurt. Though Hurt may be about the end of their life as well, like the 309 is about Cash coming to terms with the life he lived and getting ready for his next stage of life. He didn't have time to think about his legacy, Journey, because he had another journey on his mind. The 309 bound to take him there. Unlike some of the more depressed and or serious tones of some of his other records would suggest, Johnny had always been prepared for his death. Within his song, Far Side Banks of Jordan, he says so himself. I believe my steps are growing wearier each day. Still I've got another journey on my mind. Cash had sung the song with his wife June Carter long before their deaths all the way back in the 70s. He had always known that he would die one day and had long accepted that fact. Like the 309 is just him waiting in anticipation for the 309 to arrive and for the chance to see its destination. About the 309. I've heard some conversation online about the 309 supposedly being a tribute to the song Phantom 309 by Red Soulvine. The song is about a truck driver crashing intentionally to avoid a group of kids. I wholeheartedly disagree with this idea of Cash paying tribute to the song. Johnny never once mentioned a truck in the song, only mentioning railroad tracks and whistles. Not something from a truck. The Red Sovine song itself only peaked at number 9 on the billboards. It was never country classic, and Johnny had never even mentioned the song beforehand. And also, in my opinion, it makes little sense for Cash to talk about trucks. He's always been a train guy. Cash's first song was about trains. Hey Porter about him on a train enjoying the ride, and winning eagerly for the destination. Throughout his career, he will continue to make songs about trains from the Johnny Cash Show, the Orange Blossom Special, as well as various illusions within other songs. Hell, he even hosted a 45 minute long documentary about the train's history in America. Footage from it that I've been using throughout this entire video. For his last song written being about trains is a beautiful way to end off his legendary career. Instead of wallowing in self-pity, he looks forward to his next train ride. One to a destination he's never been before. Rare for a man claiming to have been everywhere. Well, I hope you enjoyed this video, and if you made it this far, then please do be sure to like and subscribe if you liked it. Then like it, then do this like and leave a hit comment. Let me know what you thought about my video either way, and some things I can prove or that I may have gone wrong in this video. And as always, thanks for everything. Don't die, y'all.